Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. The law. It's been in the news a lot lately between the trials of Donald Trump to Fonnie Willis, who's not on trial, but uh, is certainly being uh, tried in the court of public opinion as we speak. But we have someone who can give us a unique perspective on the law. His name is Benjamin Taylor. He is an acclaimed civil rights attorney and the first black president of the Arizona State Bar. And that's in the state's 90 year history. Welcome to Reality Check. How are you today? Oh, good. Thank you for having me um, today. So wanted to find out from you why this is such an important accomplishment. It doesn't seem as though there have been that many uh, lawyers who are black who have been presidents of their state bar. Yes. So when you're the state bar president, you pretty much run the whole state of um, the judges and the lawyers. So we have 25,000 members in our state alone. So I'm the first black president, as you mentioned, in the 90 year history of this organization. So um, a lot of people realize that yes, African-Americans, we weren't even allowed to have law degrees back in the day. We weren't allowed to practice law. So to have this accomplishment, um, I'm very humbled by it and it's really thrilled to you know, bring the bar forward and to help many people in the, in the community. Uh, I want to really try to have our lawyers and judges go out in community and access for justice is huge. Um, people know that sometimes it costs a lot of money to have an attorney. But we have programs that be able to have people be able to represent you for free and they go into the community for the people who actually need help. Um, That's one of our main goals that we're doing this year. Benjamin, let me ask you, because people have always heard about people passing or not passing the bar exam. What exactly does a state bar do and how do you facilitate that? Yes. So so the Supreme Court um, in our state is the one who does the bar exam. What we mainly do is regulate and oversee and, and help the attorneys and judges with wellness, right? Um, the, lawyer, law, the law profession is a very stressful profession. So we have programs that help people with any substance abuse issues, any mental health issues to help them. Um, help them to become better attorneys. We, have, we put on programs. If you want to learn more about family law, if you want to learn about criminal law, if you want to learn about personal injury, we have um, continuing legal education programs to educate our lawyers and judges to just become better attorneys so that way they can help the public and help their clients succeed in the courtroom. So that's what the main thing in the state of law is to focus on helping the public and helping our attorneys and judges. Why do you think uh, it is so stressful to be a lawyer? And is it even more stressful to be an African-American lawyer? Um, that's a great question. It's, yes, yes. If you, if you talk to fellow African-American attorneys, it's very stressful because some attorneys will tell you jokes about how they walk into the courtroom and sometimes they think that you're the, the criminal defendant <laughs> or they think that you shouldn't be sitting at the table. Oh, excuse me, sir. I remember when I first started practicing when, in my younger days, one of the um, bailiffs in the courtroom came up to me and said, um, sir, you should be standing um, behind in the gallery. And I was like, wait, I'm, I'm an attorney. I have my bar card <laughs> right here. Mm. Um, I think it's so hard because this, you know, you have those implicit biases going on. Um, sometimes people don't, the judges and the courtroom staff, sometimes they don't realize that we are out here as black attorneys and we are making a difference. We are there, but they don't see that many of us in the courtroom. They assume 
that you're the you're the defendant or you're another client or you're the person in the gallery, a family member who's there. So that's what makes it hard. The implicit biases and just overcoming. We're just as great and even, maybe even better than some of our colleagues, right? Because we had to work harder. Um, for me to become the president, the first time president, I had to work probably say 10 times harder than some of my colleagues. And no, no, I mean, my colleagues are great people too. And no offense to that, but people who are black understand that sometimes we don't get the benefit of the doubt that our colleagues do. So we have to work like twice, 10 times as hard as some other people just to get the benefit of the doubt. And then we have to do well in the courtroom to represent our clients. So that way the judges and the jury know that, okay, this attorney's on point. You know, it's interesting because I think that as African-Americans, we often have skepticism about lawyers and particularly black lawyers. We think that we might need a certain complexion uh, to help our case or we might need uh, someone who we feel is going to present better to a jury. Um, But we are often involved in the legal system in various ways, whether it's fighting for justice, whether it is because someone is involved in a criminal case or uh, any of the things that could happen. So I guess my question would be, how do you choose a good lawyer for whatever it is that your need is? I would do, I mean, do research, wherever city or state you're in, um, definitely do research. Most attorneys have a website. Most attorneys um, have represented other clients. So you can ask the community, especially black attorneys. Um, there, there is, there's few of us out here, unfortunately. But people in the community, you ask the people in your church, <laughs> ask the people in your different clubs or organizations. Um, I mean, I'm sure they will be able to recommend you somebody or tell you, hey, this person um, was great for me or, you know, I didn't really get along with that person too well. So I would, you know, definitely look in your community, look online, do some research and just ask around. And then, of course, the um, state bar has resources, too. And a lot of times people go to the state bar website just to look at um, attorneys, their information. And I was going to ask you, as president of the Arizona State Bar, are the state bars places that you can go to if you're looking for an attorney, if you want information about attorney, if you want to figure out if you need an attorney? Are those resources that the state bars can provide? Yes. I mean, sometimes you may, you may even need an attorney. Something to be very simple, like a simple form that you can just go down to the court and fill out yourself. Um, so the state bars, they, uh, we have um, intake people who will you know take your questions from the public. And direct you if you need an attorney, if you don't need an attorney, and different legal resources. And one thing about the state, when our state of Arizona, we have various legal clinics that can help people who can't afford an attorney. We don't have the money for resources. Um, different legal aid organizations that we could refer people to um, to be able to look it up and see if they need an attorney or get help the need of if you can't afford an attorney. And one of the things I was going to say is that the barrier uh, often to hiring an attorney or a quality attorney, because it's just like everything else, you get what you pay for, is cost. So what are some of the things that a state bar can help you with in terms of uh, 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 defraying the cost of an attorney? Or do you just have to, you know, figure out how to get those funds together if your case is something serious? Yeah, most state bars across our United States have these legal aid clinics. And w- what they do is they're, they're placed throughout the state. So if a person who cannot afford an attorney can make an appointment with one of these legal clinics who they can meet with an actual attorney who's licensed and barred, who will you know walk a person through them and actually fill out the paperwork, maybe even represent them in court for free. In the state of Arizona, we have that. We have um, various legal clinics throughout. So if somebody in the state of Arizona needed an attorney and they can afford an attorney, they can call our state of Arizona 
and we can find a, a place to place them throughout the state with a free legal attorney to at least maybe give them some legal advice or maybe even represent them in court. Now, here's the thing. When people think of free an attorney, they don't necessarily think that they're getting the best uh, lawyer. In the case of the state bars, don't they sometimes have lawyers that work uh, directly with the state bars that might be prominent lawyers who are looking uh, to take on some pro bono cases? Or is that just something that I'm um, reading about incorrectly for, or from watching TV or legal shows? <laughs> Yeah, no, there are some attorneys out there who, who will take on uh, for going on cases. I, I mean, most private attorneys are going to be charging money um, to, you know, a client. But if a person really needs an attorney and they have a good case, there are tons of attorneys out there who will definitely look at your case. And if it's a just cause, that's why we come about access to justice. Access to justice meaning that meaning that every person that needs an attorney who has a viable case should be able to be able to go into the courtroom and get a fair shake at it and have a judge and a jury hear their case. So we have avenues there for sure that make sure that people who can't afford the price of attorney to still be able to get in the courtroom. And that's the thing about even even um, the black community. Sometimes, you know, unfortunately, sometimes uh, we have viable cases out there. And I see that a lot of times, but sometimes people just don't have the money to be able to afford the justice needed. But now there's avenues now that way we can place you with an attorney. You have a viable case. Um, we can still place you for attorney, but a person can do it on what's called contingency fee, meaning that um, they will get legal fees if they win, or the court might pay their legal fees, or the other side might pay their legal fees if they win. So there's always different avenues for an attorney and the person who needs help to be able to get justice that they need and get a financial reward too at the end of the day. And I, it's, it's my understanding that in criminal cases, uh, 97% of defendants end up pleading the case when in sometimes a lawyer might be able to help them have a better outcome. Um, what's your take on that? And again, is that something that a state bar might be able to help you uh, determine by putting you with a lawyer that could assess your case, if nothing else? Yes. Um, unfortunately, our criminal justice system um, for many years in the past and now many years in the future definitely needs reform. And a lot of people do end up pleading um, to a plea, uh, unfortunately. So um, a lot of people get public defenders and public defenders are licensed bar members, too. And I know there's always that controversy um, with that. And just to let you know, I came from the public defender's office. I was trained in the public defender's office. So I do have um, confidence in that. But a lot of complaints you hear is that, okay, the public defender, you do have a lot of cases, right? And they do have like, you know, when I wasn't there, I was having 20, 30 cases. But I'll say this, a lot of the attorneys were good um, and worked hard and believed in the client. Anytime you have an attorney, that means they're licensed. I mean, they had to take a bar and pass a bar exam and they had to um, go through the legal requirements. So I'll, I'll admit, not all attorneys are, diff are, are the same. Some <laughs> private attorneys are not that great. And then the question you asked earlier, how do you pick the right attorney? That's why you have to do some research. Even a private attorney who's charging a lot of money doesn't mean that they're great. Ask them about their win-loss record. Ask them, have they ever been from this judge before um, that you're going up against? Have you have you, have you you been, been up against a prosecutor <laughs> before? Um, these are the, the simple questions that people should ask to realize this person has experience or this person doesn't have experience. And maybe I need to hire this person, maybe look elsewhere with a person who has experience, who has been in front of this prosecutor or judge before. Wonderful. Those are great tips. Benjamin Taylor, the first black president of the Arizona State Bar in the State Bar's 90-year history. Thank you so much for being part of our contribution to black history today on Reality Check. Oh, thank you for having me today. 
You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.